here on a Monday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Well, the One Israel Fund, as you know, and yesterday, yesterday, last week, last week I called our conversation with Eve Harrow one of the most important conversations we've had during COVID. And we've had some pretty serious ones about illness, about vaccines, and a whole bunch of other stuff over the last many, many months. Why did I consider that interview to be so essential and so key? And the answer is because, as I explained, the answer is because uh, many people assume that organizations like One Israel Fund and efforts like the One Israel Fund don't have much to do during a, uh, a, a break in the action like COVID. And as she explained to us, it is, it is exactly the opposite, literally exactly the opposite. Uh, what has happened during COVID is because of the, the space and the um, opportunity and the lack of tourists, not having to worry about thousands and thousands of people that you're taking care of on a regular basis, they were able to pursue more projects to build more, to renovate more, to rehabilitate more, to expand more, and to begin new projects. So if anything, during this whole episode of coronavirus, the One Israel Fund, which of course supports and coordinates everything I just mentioned, has been even busier during this period of time. Scott Feltman, of course, leads the One Israel Fund. We're getting ready for tomorrow night's big event, the virtual gala, as we are calling it. Starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow night. Scott Feltman, welcome back to JM in the AM. It's so good to be here, Nassim. How are you? Baruch Hashem. And uh, and I, I, I think that really sums it up. When you're talking about the last 10, 11 months, and we're mentioning that one of the most important conversations we've had on the air is the one we had last week, about what's going on with the One Israel Fund, I think people will realize just how vital your organization has been over the last year and how vital it is going forward. Can you describe from your perspective what it's been like when there are no tourists to take care of, but there's a lot of time and a lot of vision when it comes to projects that you want to either expand or develop? So you made me tired listening to that, (laughs) uh, of all the things we've been doing. But these, these past 10 months have been a whirlwind. Um, we've been building, uh, we've built quite a number of playgrounds uh, to give kids somewhat of a childhood when they're not on a lockdown. Um, we've done quite a few mikvot. Um, but it's very interesting what we've seen. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you a perfect example of what One Israel Fund is about. Uh, we were approached by the IDF and the security heads in Judea and Samaria to take on a pilot project, which was to put four new repeaters in four strategic locations throughout Judea and Samaria. Repeaters are basically communication equipment that will help project the signal in the event of an emergency, because sometimes in the terrain throughout Judea and Samaria, it's very hard uh, for signals to get to where they need to in an emergency. So we took on that pet project. I think it was a $50,000 investment that One Israel Fund made. And after its success, the Army then put in 1.5 million shekel uh, based on the results of our efforts to build up the communication equipment throughout the entire Judea and Samaria and to provide communication devices to all of the security and emergency medical personnel. Those are the type of things that we've been trying to do now. Uh, while we've had this lull in tourism and things like that, we've been able to strategically look at projects uh, and get them moving forward. 
And one of the other examples, which I know will be near and dear to you, is that although there were lots of delays based on uh, three elections and now another one coming up and COVID, uh, the permit process finally got completed. And I'm proud to say that our medical center in in Sharbin Yamin uh, the construction started anew last Tuesday. Unbelievable. Wow. So, yeah. That is a so very, very... 10 months of working very, very hard to get everything in place so that when we finally come out of this, we'll be able to really get moving. Uh, and not only do we have a start date, which was last week, but we have an end date of August 2023 now. Wow. Amazing. And that's going to help the region so much, as we've discussed on the air. Scott Feltman's yep. with us. One Israel Fund, their big campaign begins just over three hours from now, and everyone's encouraged to give and be as generous as possible. Uh, in three hours and 19 minutes, a campaign to raise $360,000 will begin. 36 hours for $360,000. Tomorrow night is, of course, the One Israel Fund virtual gala, uh, as we will encourage everybody uh, to uh, help One Israel Fund get to the goal, and we'll help, and we'll urge everybody, of course, to donate and be as generous as possible. You know, you just raised a point that is so vital for people to realize: One Israel Fund, as much as it does undertake projects independently, when it realizes how you know how much of a need there is in a certain area, both geographically and a you know virtual area in Israel. Uh, but in addition to that, you are cooperating. With the IDF, you are cooperating with the Israeli government when they have a need, when they say we have identified a need for a city or region of Judea and Samaria, they'll sometimes turn to you, as you just described, and say, look, get this project going, and if we see that it could be successful and has potential to be supported, we will kick in the rest and make sure that get, this gets done. So when you're making decisions about what Israel and Judea and Samaria specifically need for the future, you're, you're often not making that decision independently. You're making it at the recommendation of the IDF and the Israeli government. It is a team. It is achtut. It has always been that way, and it always should be that way. Um, a perfect example is, unfortunately, last week, um, after that terrible terrorist attack uh, on that woman, um, Mark Provisor, our security director, was called in by the IDF and the Ministry of Defense to help try to figure out what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Wow. Uh, one of our projects right now is a, is, is a very highly sophisticated drone project um, with a whole training course built around it for the security personnel to be able to learn how to use it in a, in a very, very um, highly sophisticated way. And uh, we've been finding a lot of success with this project as well in being able to detect certain weaknesses in communities and the roads. Unbelievable. Uh, Scott Feltman's with us. There's two things going on simultaneously. Everybody can can remember this. There are two things happening simultaneously. Later this morning, and of course you could pre-donate right now, later this morning the Raise It campaign, the 36-hour Raise It campaign for One Israel Fund is going to officially begin. But again, you could donate right now. Uh, Go to Raise It, R-A-Y-Z-E dot it slash we are one that's r-a-y-z-e dot eat dot it slash we are one raise it r-a-y-z-e dot it slash we are one at the same time uh, get your reservations in and become part of the one israel family for an amazing live night of entertainment wine tasting celebrity cameos and much much more i have the honor of hosting it elizabeth savetsky the digital influencer and jewish activist will be featured god elbaz naftali bennett caroline glick many others are going to be uh, making appearances at the event and the event will honor 
Guests of honor, Dr. Emma Laskin and Bart Baum. Bone Yisrael awardee, Amichai Luri of Sheila Winery. Keter Shemtov awardees, Rebecca and Gay Boxer. Adora Lador Award in memory of Glory and Morris Grobe, accepted by the Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. And the Yadid Yesho awardees are Hannah, Talia, Molly, Isabella, and Ariel, 12th graders at the SKA Halb High School for Girls, and representing the Lewin, Laskov, Sigmund, Weisfeld, and Yarmish families, respectively. Uh, we are stronger than ever. The only way to be strong, though, is to be together and join in solidarity with the residents of Judea and Samaria. So you can both RSVP for the event and you can donate on uh, either of the sites right now, either oneisraelfund.org slash weareone, oneisraelfund.org slash weareone, or you can go to the Raise It campaign that officially begins later this morning, but obviously you can give right now at it slash we are one. Scott, uh, a word about the honorees. You put together an amazing list, and, and I believe the list of people and the people themselves have been very patient, right? They expected this. They expected these awards to be given out a few months ago. Yeah, this event has, uh, has been a whirlwind. It's the longest dinner of my life. Um, <laughs> that it says a, it all. If you remember, it was supposed to be back in February, and then for reasons beyond our control, it had to be postponed. It got postponed to April, and obviously right. we know everything turned upside down at that point. So they have been extremely patient. And, I mean, in, it's an amazing thing for me because they've been working throughout the entire time. So, you know, people who didn't get to donate the first time in their honor, they've been hitting the phones and calling their friends and pushing people to do it now. And uh, they, they understand the big, the big picture is, is for the organization, but it's more, it's more for the nearly 500,000 residents in Judea and Samaria that we, that we work on behalf of. Hundred percent, and uh, the honorees have been very dedicated, as you say, very patient, and we get to pay tribute to them uh, tomorrow night in the virtual event. And uh, you want to give us—I mean, you know, people wonder about logging in. Obviously, we're encouraging them to RSVP and to make a reservation, but they wonder what it's going to be like. I mean, obviously, they'll have an opportunity to see the tributes to the honorees and uh, and, and and really uh, get eyewitness accounts to the uh, uh, work that people here on this side of the world are doing for Judea. And Samaria, what else can we expect tomorrow night? Um, it's going to be a night of entertainment. Uh, it, it, we, we, we try to make this as fun as possible. Um, in fact, a lot of our pre-donors, uh, we made sure to deliver uh, Sheila wine, courtesy of Amichai Luri and Royal Wine, and charcuterie platters to some, you know, to some of our donors so that they could sit back in their pajamas and, and, and enjoy a dinner at home. Um, <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's hard to do a virtual and, and get people to, to stay on for the entire time. Uh, but we've put together a program that we think is both informative but also entertaining. Um, Amichai and Eve and Mark, who I just mentioned, right. are actually going to be sitting down to, to a wine tasting with Amichai's amazing recipes. You know, people don't realize, but Amichai, in addition to being the winemaker at Chilo, is also an incredible chef. And we actually shared some of his recipes and his wine pairings uh, in a mailing that went out and, and some emails so that people can actually, if they want, they can make the food that they're going to be eating tomorrow night um, and enjoy it with us. Um, so we've tried to incorporate as much as we can from the heartland so that people understand exactly who we are and what we do. And the one thing I'll tell your listeners that it's important to understand, because this year has been so trying, uh, we've learned, you know, if one Israel fund were to go away tomorrow, there's nobody else doing our work. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're a food pantry, and I'm not, you know, I'm not belittling food pantries by any means. They're all important. 
But if we were to go away tomorrow, there's nobody else doing the work we do. And that means that 500,000 Israeli citizens would be at a loss for the work that we're doing in those communities. And over the past, well, now it's almost 27 years, uh, we've seen those communities grow from 100,000 residents to nearly 500,000. And obviously the political landscape has changed dramatically. Well, so, and not only that, but I mean, real serious projects that are, you know, life-changing for so many, like the medical center, would never be undertaken or, or, or would be under the umbrella of, you know, bu- bureaucratic leadership and wouldn't get done nearly as quickly. And uh, thank God you're there to implement programs like this, because as we've described a million times, it's so vital for the future of the communities in that area. So that's just, one, you know, that's just one example. One other thing I need to say, Scott Feldman, and that is um, a, a lot of us feel disconnected. A lot of us feel disconnected. I left Israel for the last time uh, three mornings ago, one year ago, three mornings ago. And, yep. And uh, have not been there for a year, obviously. Uh, a lot I of, as well. A, a, right. A lot of us feel disconnected. I think tomorrow night gives us a chance to be connected. Just watching Eve and Mark and Amichai uh, together tomorrow night in Israel and just be connecting to people uh, who no doubt, you know, will have in their videos uh, scenes of Israel and different things that have been done over the years uh, uh, by One Israel Fund in Israel uh, and getting messages from people in Israel. You have members of government who are going to be giving messages. You have Caroline Glick who's going to give a message. Uh, God Elbaz, I would assume, is performing from Israel. So you have a lot of people who are, um, uh, who are you know, going to be part of this entire presentation. I think it's going to give us all an opportunity to reconnect and to remember how much we miss it, frankly. I, I, in editing the videos that I've been working on, I, I feel that connection, and it's, it's, it's both painful and it's also uplifting, um, because I miss it terribly as well. I'm, I, you know, I'm stuck here in New York like you. Um, but yeah, I think we've done, a, we've done a pretty good job in putting together the program tomorrow night to give people that, you know, that taste of Israel, pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> but also, I'll tell you, for your listeners, if they're interested, uh, we... We together, I mean, it's mostly Eve, because she's just incredible with this, but we have put together some amazing virtual tours on our website. There are now close to 20 of them, I think. And what she does is she goes into a different community every couple of weeks, and you meet someone with a unique story or a unique business, um, and you learn about, you know, you learn about the community, about the product. Um, and it really has been so professionally done and so well received. You know, when, we, she, when she does a bus, usually there's 50 people on a bus, but our virtual tours have now been seen by upwards of 10,000 people. Um, <laughs> so we've been reaching a, more, a broader audience, and I think that they're so well done that people will really get that feel for Israel as well. So I encourage everybody to watch tomorrow and then to continue watching beyond that. All right, everybody, it's really simple. Uh, There are two things that you need to uh, internalize from today's conversation with Scott Feltman. One is real fun, and that is that uh, there's a campaign that begins in three hours that you could pre-donate to right now and support the residents and projects of Yehudah and Shamron. Uh, It's 36 hours, 360,000, reasonable goal. We could certainly attain it. Go to raise.it slash we are one, R-A-Y-Z-E, dot it slash we are one that's number one that starts three hours from now uh toward the very end of that campaign toward the very end of that campaign uh two out of the last three hours of that campaign is the one israel fund virtual gala that we're talking about right now uh the one with live entertainment uh tomorrow night beginning at 8 p.m eastern time you're all invited it is vital that you tune in and support the cause 
Uh, Elizabeth Savetsky, digital influencer and Jewish activist, will be featured. God Elbaz, as I said, is the musical guest. A uh, member of Knesset, Naftali Bennett, Caroline Glick, Mayor Oded Ravivi, Brigadier General Amir Avivi will all be making appearances. The honorees are a very distinguished list. Uh, Dr. Emma Laskin and Bart Baum are the guests of honor. Bone Yisrael awardees Amichai Luri from Sheila Winery. Uh, Rebecca and Gay Boxer are being recognized. Gloria and Morris Grobe. A, an award in their memory, except about a Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. And the Adid Yesha awardees are 12th graders at SKA Halb, uh, Hannah, Talia, Molly, Isabella, and Ariel. All of them will be recognized tomorrow night in appropriate fashion in our virtual gala. I have the honor of hosting. I look forward to greeting all of you 8 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you're part of it. Go to oneisraelfund.org slash weareone, oneisraelfund.org slash weareone in their campaign that begins three hours from now. You can pre-donate right now and make it a great success. Scott Feldman, anything you'd like to add, sir? There's nobody I'd like to have bring it home than you, Martin Nachum. Thank you so much. <laughs> a pleasure. Looking forward to tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a dignified presentation about Judea and Samaria and some wonderful honorees, and I look forward to bringing that to everybody tomorrow night. Thank I appreciate you. it, and I look forward to all your listeners being there. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, yeah, listeners, be there in both ways. Be there tomorrow night by tuning in. RSVP for the event at oneisraelfund.org slash are one And be there for the One Israel Fund as their campaign begins three hours from now. Raise it, R-A-Y-Z-E dot I-T slash one. R-A-Y-Z-E dot I-T slash one. You can give right now. You can be a pre-donor. How do you like that? You don't even have to wait until three hours from now. <laughs> How great is that? Monday morning broadcast. You're listening to JM in the AM.